7 o'clock where you guys are? I think it's 7 o'clock officially Mountain Standard Time here in Breckenridge, Colorado. So if you're tuning in live, welcome, welcome, welcome to More to Life Live on Facebook. We've been doing this a few weeks and um, we're trying to get back in the groove now. We took a week off last week, so that was pretty fun uh, for me just to have a night where I wasn't talking and I wasn't trying to come up with a talk, you know, the week leading up to it. So anyway, um, yeah, it's good to see you guys. It's good to be here doing this. I appreciate you guys showing up, um, whether you're watching it live or whether you're just tuning in after the fact and watching the replay, right? So last time we were together, we talked about love and I talked about, um, the idea of me rediscovering love through all of this. The fact that love with me is like a broken record. It's something I keep coming back to. And sometimes I forget and I come back to this kind of core concept. This, or, or sometimes it's just I'm different, life is different, and there's a deeper level. There's something else to learn about love. So it just kind of keeps coming back and coming back and coming back. So... Love the broken record is what we talked about last time. How it happens for me again and again. Um, how I return to it. I relearn it. I leave some stuff behind when I kind of come back to it. And then I also pick up some new stuff and move forward. It's a, it's a choice of mine to go deeper and to move into a new space concerning love. So that was a little bit of last time. And tonight I want to talk about that kind of a journey, Right? That kind of a journey, like how it's our choice to move forward and not forget. So that's what this is entitled tonight, this talk. Um, This More to Life Life live gathering is titled, Choose to Not Forget. Choose to Not Forget. So, but first, I have a brief, vague story. I know how you guys love brief and vague stories. They're the best. So, once upon a time, (laughs) I worked for this organization, and things were good for a long time. Things were good for me, things were good for them, things were good for people, things were good for the organization. On both sides, on all sides, things were good for a long time. And over time, though, things did change. I'm not entirely sure how they did, but they did. That's something that just almost happens inevitably with time. Change, transition, you know, shifts. Like things just change. And before you knew it, I was a different person. I'd become a different person, um, as did others, as did the organization itself. It also changed. And so the time really came for a new chapter, the next chapter. Which meant there would be an ending as well as a beginning. Actually, lots of those, right? Like if you pull into the micros, like a few beginnings and a few endings. But like if you go on the macro level, it was like there's lots of beginnings and lots of endings. And for me, personally, that meant stepping away from this organization and stepping toward something else entirely different. And for all of those who were impacted in this entire process, including myself, there were lots of different feelings and lots of people talking about wishing that things could just go back 
to normal. And yeah, I was even one of those people who said that at that time. Because this new kind of space in this next chapter, like, felt really strange, really weird, super uncomfortable. It was hard. It was difficult. It was uncertain. It was etc. Like, fill in the blank. So much of it was uncomfortable. And to be honest, like, did I really wish that things would go back to normal? To, like, the way that they were? No. I didn't really wish that. What I really meant was I wanted to feel some kind of comfort. I wanted for things to feel somewhat familiar. Or perhaps, honestly, there were moments when I was just tired of putting in effort and energy, right, to kind of, like, move into that new space. Like, because when challenges or when we face those and when we were trying to overcome obstacles, like, it requires something of us. I was no longer in, like, default autopilot mode. Because when it all boiled down to it, the truth is, things needed to change. <laughs> like, change was necessary and inevitable, like I said. I needed it for my own personal sanity, for my own personal health. Other people needed it. The organization needed change. There was more in store, more out ahead, but it was going forward to get there. It wasn't going backwards. Normal wasn't enough anymore. Normal didn't do it. Normal was honestly kind of gone. So, growth and transformation... Those were necessary ingredients when we hit that point in time. Now, if there was an ending and a beginning and those were necessary, right? And it was only moving forward that we were going to achieve that normal was backwards. Normal meant not moving forward. Normal meant kind of becoming almost stuck, it was almost against growth, against transformation, against life unfolding and just like becoming something. And when I say like becoming something or like when I say things like growth and transformation, I want you to know that like I'm not meaning like better or more in the sense of bigger, you know, like more money, uh, more people, something like that. When I say things like I wanted it to be better. I'm, I'm talking about like I wanted it to be healthy. I wanted it to be deeper. I wanted it to be more whole. And all of that was out ahead. It wasn't behind. Normal meant like certain, familiar, comfortable, easy. And honestly, like I said, things had changed. And so even though everyone dreamed, and I even said at times too, that I wish things could just go back to normal, normal wasn't even an option. It was gone. It was no longer a possibility. And honestly, thank God, because there were moments I probably would have run willingly, uh, full steam, headstrong, right back into it. And normal was no longer enough. Normal didn't bring life. Normal wasn't it. So, that's kind of crazy. Like, that I would have willingly walked back. But, I've got one more story for you. And that's from my Christian tradition, faith tradition, growing up. And a story that I still really like. And a story that I still draw 
just a lot of strength and wisdom out of. And I'm going to kind of sum it up and condense it for you. But the story goes that there was this group of people called the Israelites, and they were enslaved by the Egyptians. And they were essentially enslaved and persecuted for years. And I'm talking years and years. We're talking generations, something like 200 plus years. Now, 200 years of living a certain way, I suppose that could create a normal, (laughs) right? I think it could. I mean, I've been in quarantine for like two months and I feel like I'm losing touch with what used to be. And there's very much like this new normal, right? Like, so 200 years, 200 years created a normal. there's, There's no doubt about it. Now, the story goes on and on that the Israelites didn't like being you know, in slavery, and I'm not sure who would. Um, they prayed to God, and, and they, they wanted to be set free, set free from persecution, occupation. They wanted to be set free from life as normal. Normal wasn't doing it. Like, normal wasn't it anymore. Like, they couldn't handle it, and they had grown weary of it, and they were saying, set us free. And then it happened. They were set free, and people celebrated and sang songs and threw parties, and it was awesome. And they were like, yes, we're finally set free. So they started to leave. They left behind normal, and they went out into this next new chapter. They moved forward into something that was uncertain, unknown, but like, yes, we want this, and we're going to be free. This is awesome. And it wasn't easy, and it didn't take long that people started to complain. And they didn't really like it. They didn't like their choice of food. They didn't like what they did on a daily basis. This uh, next new chapter wasn't everything that they thought it was going to be. And suddenly what they started saying was, was a phrase kind of like this. I wish we could just go back to normal. I wish we could actually go backwards to where we were at least then at least then that was familiar that was certain like we understood things and and it and it had a sense of comfort to it that lifestyle they wanted to go backwards rather than forwards they'd been set free from slavery and they had been set free to uncertainty and discomfort a new beginning and honestly more but that more wasn't necessarily easy. Now that sounds a lot like the story I led with from my own life. I don't know what's with us. I mean, we're pretty fickle people. Like, also kind of predictable at the same time. Like, I don't know, change, growth, transformation, it all seems kind of inevitable. It also seems like a choice. It also seems like it's never easy, and it's kind of hard, and it's kind of difficult, and it kind of seems like, I don't know, I find comfort in the fact knowing that we all experience the difficulty in new beginnings, in next chapters, in moving forward into transformation, and choosing not to go backwards, but to move forward into life, and into change, and into growth into more that we all find that kind of difficulty in there. That like, that's not a surprise, but it should be expected. Now, 
I'm a huge fan of Lincoln Park. For those of you who know me, I'm a huge, huge fan of Lincoln Park. I'm a huge fan ever since, like, we moved to Colorado in 2000, and Lincoln Park had just dropped their first album, and it was blowing up. And every snowboarder had that music playing, right? And so Lincoln Park was everywhere. Now, I went running just a few days ago, and I've got this playlist, you know, that I, I listen to. It's got some Lincoln Park, some Eminem, some John Bellion, some AJR. And, like, Lincoln Park came on. And it's the song titled Faint. F-A-I-N-T. One of my favorite songs by Linkin Park. And I listened to this song, and I wanted to share just two lyrics with you because I feel they fit really well, and I want to explain how. Um, One of the lyrics says, Time won't heal this damage anymore. I don't know if you're, like privy to it but like a lot of people say like time heals all wounds and and i love the idea that if we just let it go and we we just let time pass that like all of our wounds can be healed but what i love about that lyric is it's saying like there's some damage there's some healing that won't come that won't like actually actualize and become a reality, a reality unless something else happens other than time so what i'm immediately drawn to is the idea of it's going to take a lifestyle change it's not only time it's actually going to take a different way of life like the the way i've been doing this these patterns these rhythms this kind of way of existing and living like that's not going to heal my damage anymore like I can't just keep doing this. I'm actually going to have to change my lifestyle because if I just keep doing this and time keeps dragging on, nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to change or be healed inside of me or for me. I can't move on to that next chapter without a drastic change in my lifestyle and who I am, the things I do and what I say and what I participate in. That's the idea for me that transformation must occur, right? transformation that's when i pull in like lifestyle and and stuff beyond time now the second lyric was simply this um (laughs) chester says this one too he says i can't feel the way i did before i just can't do it like i can't feel the way i did before something in me through me around me circumstances has changed so going backwards Going back to normal is no longer an option because I can't feel the way I did before. Things just don't add up the same. Like the equation doesn't equal the same answer any longer. How I felt the way before, like it's, it's just not there. And so now, now I have to move forward. I have to move somewhere else into a new space. I love those lyrics. When I was running, like, those came at me, and I was like, oh, man, those are the best lyrics ever. So this idea of moving forward into transformation, forward into transformation. Right now, I feel like there's a lot of talk going on about normal. (laughs) What is normal? And should we go back to normal? And I wish things could go back to normal. And can't we just get back to normal? Can't we return to normal? And just really quickly, I just want to throw this out there too. I, I, I've read so many books and I've listened to so many people talk and I love, I love the idea that, that life is a forward movement. 
that like we are moving toward something like that we're constantly moving there so when people talk about returning to anything like I kind of get on edge just a little bit me personally that's just me and kind of my DNA I'm always thinking like let's not return I mean there's probably plenty of good things about what was back there so let's figure out what those are and let's carry them forward but let's never go back I always think of Napoleon Dynamite and Uncle Rico I don't know if you guys have seen Napoleon Dynamite but if you haven't good Lord, watch that movie. Um, get out there and watch Napoleon Dynamite before this whole quarantine thing. Like, before you've got to fit in movies, like, right? So, Uncle Rico is this guy who <laughs> I would say wastes his days um, standing in front of a video camera, throwing a football, trying to get the right spin on it, the right spiral, and dreaming of going back to his high school football game and playing it differently. You know, throwing the right pass for the winning touchdown and making it happen. And I'm like, oh, that that idea of going backwards and the idea that, like, our best days are behind us, oof, it just doesn't sit well in my heart or in my mind. And so when I'm thinking about all this talk about normal and, like, returning to it, I've got some questions I just want to pose. Um, I don't like to participate in arguments or debates or any of that stuff, to be honest with you. It's like more when we have a conversation and we can talk about it, that's awesome when we can meet in the middle and listen to one another that's pretty cool so here's some questions to hopefully just kind of i don't know serve as a catalyst and spark some stuff inside of you the first question i wrote down was from what have you been set free because of this entire experience chances are good that you've been set free from some things you might have to sit down and actually consider it and think about it and apply some effort, you know? But you've been set free from some things. So the other big question is, from what have we been set free, right? So we take it from, like, your smaller story to us, and we say, like, what have we been set free from? And we think and ponder those things. Second part of the question is simply this. To what have you been set free? Because when you're set free from something... You're set free to something else. So the second part of that question is, to what have you been set free? And then, of course, to what have we been set free? Like, I think of, like, the, the most easy thing for me, of course, is like, do uh, this whole thing was just, like, busy. I've been set free from busy, and I've been set free to slow that's my story right now that's that might not be your story you might be an essential employee you might be someone who's really scrambling you might be someone who's trying to like you're having to think out of the box and redo and recreate and make sure everything goes like i have been set free from busy and set free to slow (laughs) like not busy (laughs) absolutely not and so I want you to consider those two questions, and I'm going to come back to them, but those are some questions that I want you to ponder and consider as our next chapter unfolds and as we're moving forward into transformation, because I think it's important to figure out those types of things because they will help us figure out some priorities as we move forward. I honestly feel like we're beyond normal. I feel like we're past it. Um, I don't think there's a normal to return to. 
I feel like I can't feel the way I did before. Right? In so many ways. And you can interpret that however you want to. But, like, I can't. About certain areas of my life, about certain areas of culture and society, like, I don't think there's a normal. So we've changed. Things have changed. And now we do get to move forward, but forward is different. And it's not easy. And it's uncomfortable. And there's also a grief that we, that we have losing that familiarity. Right? But transformation and more is out ahead of us. It is. Through this experience, we've felt so much. We've experienced so much. We've pondered so much. I think we've lost a lot of things. Um, I wrote down, I mean, we've lost lives. We've lost jobs, rhythm, patterns. Um, I've lost a ton of sleep. (laughs) We've lost relationships. But we've also gained other things as well. Some of us have gained relationships. We've gained perspective. We've gained silence. We've gained stillness. Um, we've gained space. Like you could, you could say we've lost fill in the blank and, and come up with some great stuff. You could say we've also gained fill in the blank, some great stuff. And here's just kind of what I want to throw out to you guys. We have to choose to not forget all that we've felt, experienced and pondered. All of the questions that have bubbled up within us, all of the things that we've like said, oh my gosh, we were set free from that. Was that a good thing? Was that a bad thing? And we've been set free to that. Was that a good thing? Was that a bad thing? We have to choose to not forget that stuff. I used to tell a story of more to life about driving to the post office and almost blanking out. You know, I would get in the car and I'm going to the post office and I would turn the key and the next thing I would know, I'm at the post office. And I'm like, what? That pattern for for me was so automatic that it, it, it just happened. And sometimes our lives can get a little bit like that when we fall into those normal spaces. Things can become a little bit automatic. And if we're not careful, we'll forget some of the things that we feel, some of the things that we question, some of the things that like... We just know should change. The things that we should like step forward into. But because normal normal feels so easy and so comfortable, we just kind of like chill and relax. And so we have to remember, we have to choose to not forget and to not go backwards. To not go backwards. Instead, what if we can consider about normal? And we can think about normal when we could say, okay, what about normal was worthwhile returning to if we would actually go backwards? And we just say, you know what, let's carry that stuff forward with us. Let's move forward with that worthwhile stuff. And let's move forward into the next chapter and let's embrace this idea of transformation because here's the true idea. The true idea is you get to live your life. You get to live your life. There's tremendous freedom in that. I remember realizing at one point that like, okay, so I better get really comfortable with myself because I'm going to be with me for a long time. And some of these other people that I'm basing my decisions off of or I'm comparing my life and I'm choosing something because it like stacks up well against theirs or maybe they'll think more highly of me if I do this or expectations like sometimes I get bogged down by that stuff. But then I remember like it's my 
life. I get to write my own script. Like, it's so interesting to me. Have you ever gone into that place and met that employee who was absolutely miserable? Do you know what I'm saying? They're like, they hate their job. They hate to be there. And nothing out of their mouth, like, says, I accept the fact that I have chosen to do this. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's a lot of tremendous parents saying, quit. Stop doing that. Like, I've had those moments in my life, and I have no clue what I'm moving toward, but I know what I'm setting myself free from. And I don't even know what I'm being set free to yet, but all I know is, right? This ain't it. This normal can't be it, and I can't choose this. It's like taking an assessment or something, right? You take an assessment, and you and you have to mark down all these things, and you have to say, like, Am I happy working here? Or do I like this? Or uh, blah, blah, blah. And if anything and all I can say is negative, <laughs> I might need to seriously consider like what I'm doing rather than changing that organization or like switching it all because all these people seem to dig it and they love it and they're like loving life. But me, what am I doing? I get to write this script. Me. I don't have to live according to their script. Because that's what they've chosen, right? So I get to live my life, and that's the thing. You can choose to forget all the feelings, some of the desires you've felt, some of the inklings and and the pushes towards, like, life and change. You can choose to forget that transformation is out ahead of you, that you can willingly walk into it. You can also choose to forget that transformation is never easy. But it always leads to more in that next chapter. You can also choose to not forget, right? And to endure. To endure. Now, my boys, not the oldest, Silas, he's not a reading machine right now. He's just not. (laughs) He's in high school. But Lincoln, middle school, and Tate, grade school, they are reading so many books right now. They're being pulled into stories, stories that engage them and stories that, like, speak to them. And we're also watching some epic movies, right? We're making time for these stories. What you and I probably like the most about stories is that character transformation. It's that process of moving forward into transformation and not returning and going back to, like, normal And when we watch, like, movies and we read stories, the best stories are when it is never easy. And there's always obstacles. And they face, like, lots of problems and challenges. And there's so many trials. And and there's so much discomfort. But the characters move forward and they endure. And they experience transformation. They choose that next chapter. And they leave normal behind and what we read and watch is only like one chapter in their story or several chapters but you know that once the credits roll or the last book the last page of the book flips you know there's still more to come it's not over that was just one glimpse and one window into it and what I want to tell you guys tonight is that that's true 
for both our micro and macro stories. And that's why I'm bringing it up tonight. Our individual lives are all about forward movement into transformation. We're experiencing it like all the time. And so are our intermingling and shared stories. You know, humanity as a whole shares that same arc of growth. That's like what we're on. And so it shouldn't come as a shock, like those first two stories I told about my life and and the Israelites and stuff, that like, man, when we're confronted with that next chapter and when we experience some of the discomfort Like, we crave normal, but normal is not, like, our destiny. Normal isn't what's next. Like, normal's behind us. And now we're in this new space. And we get to ask a lot of questions. And we have to choose not to forget. Not to kind of slip back into normal. And, like, with our micro and macro stories, like, sharing so much of the similarity, like, humanity as a whole being on this arc of growth, it's pretty shocking to me that that kind of commonality doesn't unite us more and more and more. And that, like, that's, like, heart-wrenching and heartbreaking right there. That, like, just that that commonality can't unite us more. As we know... We're moving away from normal into something different, and it's difficult for all of us. All of us. But that's going to be another talk for another time, so I'm going to get back to what we were talking about. So you get to live your life. You get to write your own script. What about normal is worth carrying forward? From what have you been set free? From what have we been set free? And... To what have you been set free and to what have we been set free? Consider first the micro, your story, and then consider the macro, which is our story. Get thinking about things like priorities and patterns and rhythms and habits. And me personally, I wrote down a few things. Um, Now, when I say I've been set free from something to something... (laughs) That could still be a process. (laughs) It's not necessarily like bookends, right? Like, I'm done with that old thing because... But it's like, no, no, no. I feel like I'm in process of like being set free from that, of letting that go, of moving out from that and into this, right? Because I'm going to say a few things and Anne's sitting right over here and she's going to look at me like, really? You know? Um, But here's a few of them. During this whole, I'm just going to give you some ideas again so you can get what I'm getting at here. But me personally, free from blank to blank is how I'm going to do this. So free from hustle to leisure. Yeah. Did it talk about that? Free from hustle to leisure. And sometimes that's an on and off switch. And that's a boundary that I have to create. Um, Yeah. Anyway, free from perfection to good enough. Right? Free from the expectation of making something perfect or myself and free to the idea of good enough because good enough works. Free from busy to slow. Free from overcomplicated to simple. And the last two are pretty big ones for me that I'm still dealing with on a daily basis, but free from fear 
to trust and free from anxiety to prayer slash meditation, right? So those are a few of my examples. I'm sure Anne's got some rolling through her head. I'm sure you've got some rolling through your head. What I would encourage you to do is write these down. Write them down. Carve out time tonight. Carve out time tomorrow. Carve out time this week to consider and ponder what you've been set free from and what you've been free, set free to. And then also blow it up to the bigger picture, right? So you can hang on to these things and not forget. It's easy to forget. I mean, we are forgetful people. And before you know it, you say things like, man, I just wish I could go back to being afraid all the time and being so overworked and hustling and striving for for perfection with a complicated, cluttered life. (laughs) I don't want any of that, but I can simply revert to that too easily, too easily. And that's not the direction we want to go. Now, I said consider some priorities, and I do want to throw you guys out just a little bit more, and this is it. Like, possibly the most noticeable thing I've noticed through this whole experience um, for me is just my pace of life. Um, Before all of this happened, I was in a rush all the time, and I talked about it at a few different MTLs, and I was trying to check myself with that, Um, but it was like, it's like when you wake up and you're, you're already rushing, Right? It's like, how many things can you do? Like I mentioned it in one of our MTL live things. Like, yeah, brush your teeth and go to the bathroom at the same time. You know, like it was just this pace that was unsustainable. And it was a pace that was marked by other people around me and comparing and trying to keep up. And I, I always remember my dad talking about running cross country and having a pace. And like someone on the team would actually be set the pace. You know what I mean? Because that's what they're paying attention to and that's what their job is. But I just always think about my own life and the idea that I get to write my own script. I get to live my own life. And so I should honestly set my own pace. Now, that doesn't mean I'm like a prick about it or something or I'm like inconsiderate or I don't like, you know, take into consideration like, you know, being reasonable. But I'm just saying like I can have my own pace and I can set that so it is sustainable for me. When it comes to life and work and that balance, right, of self-care and like being with other people and and serving and also like soaking stuff up for myself, like I can set that and I don't have to be rushed and I don't always have to be worried, right? That's one of the things that I've noticed a lot that moving forward, I'm going to choose to not forget setting my own pace. It's a big one for me. I feel like I've been set free from that kind of like hustle idea, that kind of comparison idea um, to running my own race. <laughs> you know what I mean? My pace, my pace. Something else I've also noticed is just this idea of being human again. Um, I think I get lost a lot of times in what would I call it? I don't know. See, I didn't write some of this down, guys, so I'm speaking straight from the heart. Um, It's just the idea of being effective. Um, It's the idea of producing. Um, It's the idea of... Yeah, I mean, it's like being a machine. So, like, I feel like I've been set free from, from being a machine to being human again, right? 
And as a human being, I'm supposed to sleep like eight hours a day to recharge my battery because I can't be on all the time. And being a human, I have to have conversations. I have to have connection. I have to also carry with me this big, big, just pile of grace and understanding, knowing that other people have different points of view, knowing that other people see things differently, and we might never see the same way, but we both matter, and we're both worthwhile, and we both need a whole lot of understanding and grace. This idea of being human again um, is a big one for me. And I'm just, again, throwing some of these ideas out there for you so you can hopefully, you know, wrap your heads around something just a little bit. Now... Last one for me, um, and I don't know how to sum this one up either. It's not like I don't know what I'm, I'm, I've been set free from or what I've been set free to, but I'm just going to – and might package it pretty well for me over here in a minute. But um, it's this idea of money. When we're talking about priorities, I'm starting to understand that money isn't a priority of mine. Um, and maybe I can say that from a very privileged place too. I want to acknowledge that as well. But there's this John Bellion song that I sent to you guys, and it was called Stupid Deep. And maybe I should just say, like, taking the focus off of money. Yeah. It's, it's a lesser priority than being human um, and then running my own race and those kinds of things. Because John Bellion, in his lyrics, says, Why has life become a plan to put some money in my hand? And I feel like life has become so much more. And I've been reminded that life is so much more. And sometimes when that money becomes too much of a priority, I forget. I do forget. And that never seems to sit well with me personally. And so those are three things that I just want to throw out to you guys. The whole pace, running my own race, um being human and money being a lesser priority um, than sometimes I give it credit to. Now, that's kind of where I'm going to leave you guys. Like it's this whole idea of choosing to not forget some of the questions, some of the feelings, some of the things, um, to ask those questions about what you've been set free from and what you've been set free to, to think about priorities in your life, to write this stuff down, to carry it with you, that we're moving forward, that we're not moving backwards that we're going to bring with us from normal what we like feel like is worthwhile and we're going to move into that next chapter that next space that more that is out ahead of us because it's there and now if you guys really want to dive deep if you really want to dive deep and you want to say let's deconstruct our life let's really design a life let's really think about this just a little bit more i have three books um that i feel like can give you some processes, some practices, some things like that. So you might want to check out these books. The first one is called Minimalism, Live a Meaningful Life. It's got some really good stuff in there. Um, It's not just about being a minimalist, if you're familiar with what that is. This is just kind of about simplifying your life and reducing it to a few priorities and figuring out what those priorities are for you. So really good book, Minimalism. Um, This one is called Designing Your Life, How to Build a Well-Filled 
joyful life. And this one goes through kind of um, just a process of designing, actually, and like pulling in some of those ideas to designing your life. It's a pretty cool book. Um, one of my faves, though, is Design the Life You Love. And this is a pretty artsy one. So if you dig artsy stuff and like using a blank page and drawing a flow chart and like getting all crazy, like it's pretty great. But both of these books made me consider like you get to sit down at one point and say, man, do I have multiple personalities? And if I did, what would those look like? And so I put down, you know, like if I could live any life I wanted to live, you know, like here are these few tangents. Like I would be a break dancer. I would be a bartender. Um, I would be a book author. I would be a, you know what I mean? And you kind of like chase down and figure out why are those things so compelling and what interests me there and what are those priorities? So I don't know. It's kind of fun stuff. But you can check out those books. You can ask me about those books, whatever. I'll send them out in the email link as well. But I wanted to thank you guys for showing up tonight, for being here, for listening to me chat for this long. We'll be back next week um, with something else to ponder. And I might even pull in some exercises from those books and talk a little bit more about that. But things have changed. We've changed. You've changed. Inevitably, through this process. And I'm not so sure that normal is even there. I think that something better than normal exists out ahead of us. And I think we need to move forward, carrying some of what has been worthwhile to us. And I think we need to move into that next chapter, that next space. And we need to choose to not forget the things we feel, the things we've considered, what strikes a chord deep within us, as we continue to live this gift of life. And we're going to step into the more. It's out there ahead of us. So thanks for tuning in tonight. And we will see you next time at the next live More to Life Facebook gathering. Thanks so much. We'll see you guys. Thank you.